On this episode of the podcast, Pat and I, of course, talk about UFC 250 right before it happens. We actually watched it together for once. Then we talk about all the events that have transpired across America and Philadelphia. We talk about George Floyd. We talk about Breonna Taylor. We talk about what we think should happen. We talk about the movement. We talk about the protests, the looting, everything in between. It's a really good conversation. Me being an African-American male, my parents both being cops, my dad being a white cop, Pat being a pretty Republican-based type of person, but he's also a white male. We talk about all these things. We sit down have an actual conversation, which we both agree in the end is what needs to happen in America. It's one of our better podcasts. We both enjoy doing it. It was something we look forward to doing. We really want feedback on this one, um, and we really want everybody to just basically have the same type of conversations that we had. Right now is the time to have conversations, but if you don't have anything to say, it's also a good time to listen. So if you're listening to this, we really appreciate it. As always, like, share, subscribe, rate wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy this one. Now we're good. What's up? Is it recording? Yeah. Right, Welcome we, back. Right, we chilling, bro. What's up, man? First in person since quarantine. Is yeah, it, uh... since like Feb, mm, March, I think was our last one. Like right before the Izzy fight, probably. Probably. I'm trying to think of what fights we were talking about before. You know, everything started going down. We've been doing them pretty pretty steady throughout with, yeah. uh, with the Skype. Skype, Skype, work, Skype worked out. A lot of people have been doing, I see on the internet, using Zoom. Um, it's the same shit, but Zoom puts a, a time limit on how long you could do it. Yeah, like, if you don't have the premium, because we use Zoom for my school, and if you don't have, like, the premium, John, it, it only gives you an hour, and then it, like, turns off, and you have to start a new meeting and shit. Really? Yeah, it's S. Do you have the pro for your school? No, fuck no. It's, it's pretty expensive, right? Yeah, it's expensive as hell. I mean, like, I think some of the teachers, like, pay for it and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I know, like, the school has one, so that, like, because our classes run two hours long, or two and a half hours Jesus long. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Is it once a week? It's three times a week. For two hours? Two and a half hours, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy. Um, but, I mean, then our next two days are just, like, we get a project every night, and we have two and a half hours to do that, too, and then submit it. So, I mean, it's not too bad. It's just, like, it's a lot to take in. Right. Um, and then, like, once you're done that module, like, it's just on to the next one. So, like, if you fall behind it, it kind of sucks. But How long have you been in it? Eight months now. How much longer do you have? Ten months. Ten more months? Yeah. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah, so the way it works is, I mean... It's kind of 10 months and kind of not because, like, I'll still be in school. Like, our my actual, like, teaching, learning, whatever you want to call it, ends in, uh, like, another month and a half, two months. And then I have, yeah, it has to be two, uh, three months. And then I have, like, six to eight months of, like, an internship. Oh, shit. So, yeah, they placed me in a job. Oh, that's um, what's up. Yeah. And I don't get paid for it or anything like that, but it's just professional experience that I can put on my resume. Right. And then, literally, that... I just like I meet with the people and then I mean my hours stay the same Mm -hmm. so I'm only working there like three to four hours a day every night but it's cool man so that I do that for like 16 months and then after I'm done that um, if they can't place me in a job right away they have something called Lambda X which is like they just keep giving me projects to like build my resume and build my job yeah so it's lit man It's, it's a cool thing but it's just stressful anyway that is not gonna be the main topic of today no no um I guess we could get into so how's everything else been going like around your neighborhood everything has been crazy bro i hear well not so much anymore but like the beginning of beginning of last week like five days ago i was hearing like explosions and and like not not, nothing like too crazy just like you could definitely tell some shit was going on i heard like, like definite sounds of like glass breaking and stuff like that the other day i woke up to um a text message from like my sister and she was like did you know this was like around the corner from your house and it was like a photo of like four cars like blown up and like pushing the buildings oh, and stuff yeah it was right at right at tarsdale and decatur tarzone asheville it was like literally a block away so it's crazy man i actually went to the gun store today and i went to pick up a gun and they, they have not only a line but they have a list they really have to go you have to be there the guy was like you have to come here at least three to four hours early and like put your name on this list or you will not get in. And I was like, all right. Jesus sure. Christ. Yeah, so I'm going back there on Monday. But it's crazy, man. It's it's fucking nuts right now. Yeah. Um well before we get into that type of shit, fights tonight, what what are your predictions? That's oh, all. Dude, uh, forget predictions. I actually so to start this off, I've been rewatching tough seasons. Like oh, damn. A, like a ton of them. That's that's dedication. Right. I rewatched like four or five tough seasons and I was on I I rewatched the Connor Uriah one. Okay. And then now I'm watching the uh, Cody TJ one. I'm like right, right, almost at the main event. And yo, I hated Cody Garbrandt. Like I could not stand him. Like I liked him before that tough season. I right. really did. I liked him as a fighter. And then that made him look so bad. Yeah. But my man has had. A he looked like a bully. 
Yeah, right. He was just like, like, there was like three or four scenes where like he won't even be in the room and TJ will start saying, like, I think TJ gets in like an argument with Uriah and you just see Cody like run out of the back room and like try to start a fight. And it's yeah. like, the fuck are you doing? Like, dumbass hoodlum. Anyway. Dude. Um, but what I, about when he stepped to Connor before he was anybody? I'll do something about it. Dude. He's like, I'll do something about it. He shoved him. I was like, yo, who is this fucking kid? Right. And then he turned out to be Cody Garber. And that dude was like, you better change your underwear. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, that dude took L's. <laughs> you the worst. He spoke no English. Right. But anyway. Um,. I really hope I'm gonna put money on Cody honestly tonight. I really hope he comes out and wins. Is he underdog? I think so. I mean, because he's gotten not. I think he's gotten finished his last three. three. Yeah, four T- fights. The, right? Well, no, he only lost three. He got finished by TJ um, twice, and then Pedro Munoz. I thought he got finished twice after TJ. I guess I'm wrong. No, um, but he, but like he's been out for a while. This is the first fight in like a year, over a year. Over a year. The last time he fought was um the the same card that Ben Askren made his debut. So like what really? that yeah, that's crazy. And he has he's been scheduled to fight a Sun Sal. He was scheduled to fight him in his hometown. Yeah, I saw that. But um, then COVID happened. Yeah, fuck COVID, bro. Yo, how about the fact that like it's, it's not even a thing anymore yeah. with these protests? Like, Dude, how, how crazy is that? The media controls everything. It really does, and that's the other thing. Like I've been getting into like some some pretty crazy debates with people. Yeah. And Same. They 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 hit me with the it's not political, it's not political, and it's like how can you not right. see that. All of this is political. Dude, everything, everything is. It's crazy if it, it all boils down to that. It's, um, it's stupid. But, yeah. All um, right, so pick, picks for the fights before we get uh, into all this who bullshit. We, who are we starting with? Just the preliminary card? No, just... I don't really just, care about the preliminary card. I definitely think Hooper's going to win. Yeah, that's who I, That's the only fight that I care about in there. Um, O'Malley. I, I want to see him stay on the field. Yeah. Honestly, I could definitely see him... I mean, I say definitely see him, but, like, he was just suspended, and before that he had one fight, and then he was hurt. Yeah. Um... But like, I love his fight style, and he's so fun to watch. I want to see him go 12-0. I want to see him make a run in, in the Bantamweight division. Same. It's like a little tournament shaping up. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the Bantamweight division is so, like... Open. Yeah, that's... I guess, like, for like, some reason, Aldo's still getting a, a title fight. Yeah, what the fuck is that? They, they should have made that San Hagen and Sterling fight for the title and then let Peter Jan fight the winner of that. I agree. Even, Be- though, even though I still think um, Aldo won that last fight. But like, Yeah, same. But... but before that, like, he wasn't doing shit, so I don't, I don't fucking know. It's, um, I think whoever wins the belt is holding it for when TJ comes back. Uh, I mean, he'll definitely get an immediate title shot. I he think. should. Could you? Think you so? Yeah, I think, I think he should. Because they haven't found any, like, they went back and tested his shit, and he came up clean for all the bantamweight oh, fights. The bantamweight fight. So, like. They test him for EPO in those? Yeah. They just keep those, like. Blood they samples? they keep they like, keep all the samples um for I think they said two years. Yeah, you saw that's crazy. Bro. Two years, oh, something like that. But um, yeah, you can and plus they have the I I don't think they keep the samples. They have the record. So when you test somebody's pee, you test her for all that stuff. So then they could just go back and look at the records and see like EPO wasn't present in these samples. You know. Yeah, but I thought they weren't testing for EPO back then. Right. So I think that they have to have some because he got cleared for the two Cody, the two Cody fights and his fight against um. Before Cody, he fought somebody. I think he fought Sunsell before Cody. Yeah. At, at the same card that Ronda fought on. So I guess he's, they just keep the same yeah. the fridge somewhere, bro. Like, Probably. I mean, you saw this crazy dude. I mean, it makes sense because you know new shit's always popping up and like you never know when. Like, they're going to have to go back and, and, and test you for shit. So, that, I mean, it right. makes total sense. I mean, I could definitely see him coming back and getting an immediate total shot. Have you seen pictures of him? He looks jacked. Yeah, he looks, like, thick. He, he looks, looks like 170, big. bro. Easy. Dude, who knows? I, I have no clue what he's going to look like when he comes back. Um, nice with it, probably. All he's been doing is training, probably. Like, yeah. I mean, he is injured, right? He tore his shoulder or something. Yeah, but then this, this went perfectly for him because it basically shook out to where the bandweight division's not going to get a new champion probably till middle of the fall, like maybe September-ish. They'll probably get a champion, then he comes right back. Because they have like a Grand Prix going on right yeah, now. Because Jan and Aldo can't fight until Fight Island's up. So it, it works out for him. He, he spent the year off. Cejudo got the belt, didn't defend it. So it's been really stagnant. He was he was probably the most active champion they've had. Well, definitely. TJ? Yeah. Yeah, for, for sure. Weight. I mean, Burrell is pretty active, but... Like, nobody cared about him. Yeah, he, he, like, literally nobody gave a shit. Yeah. Um, they only cared when 
well, I guess they only didn't care with with Burrell, but like they cared when Cruz was in it. Big name. Yeah, I mean, TJ. Nobody like hurt all the time. Yeah, like, nobody nobody cared about TJ until he lost to Dom. I think like he wasn't a big draw, and then he got the belt back from that. Uh, yeah, I'd probably agree. Because, honestly, and then I think um, when he, I mean, the whole the, the tough season, I think really like boosted their name. I can't a believe lot. they're bringing Ultimate Fighter back. I'm so annoyed at that. You're annoyed? It's so unnecessary. Yeah, but it's so entertaining. I hate it. Oh, dude, I hate so it so much. I think it's so funny. And I feel like since it's moving to Fight Pass, it's not even going to be on network TV. There's going to be like shit coaches. Like I don't think you're getting champions doing it anymore. I hope not. That'd be so dumb. You're gonna get. You're gonna get like. Fucking Dominic Reyes and Jan Blahovich or some shit. I, that'd be it. Nobody would watch that. Season. Right. That'd or like. There were a couple seasons I didn't watch just because of the coaches. I was like, you watch for the coaches. Oh, I, did, I didn't watch a lot of seasons. Like, I only watched it when it was big names. I I watched. The last one I watched was um, the full season was Connor. I watched the first that episode. was so funny. Man. I watched the um, fucking. Cody and TJ, when I was only going to watch until he got his neck snatched up, but then that was episode one. So I was like, all right, I'm done. No, I watched I watched the whole Joanna and Claudia one just for no reason. That I don't know. Was, that one was good, too, honestly. What was the other one I just – what was the season where they had – um? oh, my God, who's the real thick Brazilian chick or uh, Spanish chick that's that's in the UFC right now? Oh, my God, what the fuck is her name? She's like the most – like the, the Joe Rogan called her like the most gorgeous girl in the UFC, and a bunch of people were giving flack for it. I have no clue. Uh, Rachel something. Oh, Rachel Ostovich? Yeah, that one. What uh, season shit. was she on? She was on with... Uh, Eddie, Eddie and Gaethje. Yeah, that was the, a really good season, too. That was, a real, um, that was the one when that... that, that Nico that Nico won the girl. Won and yeah. they never fought again. Yeah. She disappeared into existence. Well, oh, she's been fighting. She fought twice this year, and she, it's not going well for her. I meant after she got the belt, though. Like, yeah. She just like, didn't fight for like... It was like two years. Yeah. Well, she got a USADA suspension, too. Which you don't see girls get those. In there? In that two years? So she had she won the belt in December from that Ultimate Fighter. She was supposed to fight Valentina. Yeah, she refused to fight. Yeah, her. well, no, she, her kidney shut down during her weight cut in know. September, and then she was scheduled to fight again in March, and then she got a two year suspension, and then it got reduced to a year. So I, she was like a dark horse in that on that show. Yeah, too. she was not supposed to win. No, she just grind out decisions. They had that Invicta champion. What was her name on there? That blonde chick. That, she was like. The number one pick. She was supposed to win that. Oh, season. Barb, yeah. Barb Honchek. Yeah, and then she got cut from the UFC. Yeah, she fought a couple. She fought a couple more times after that, but then she got yeah. cut. Yeah, because she kept coming getting trashed. She was yeah. older. So mm-hmm. that, people can't keep up. But, anyway, uh, yeah, dude, I've been watching the tough season. There, I, I think they're a lot of fun to watch. I mean, depending on the coaches, like when there's drama, I think it's funny as hell. I just oh. watched the the like on YouTube. You could find the highlights of the coaches or like highlights. Like I just watched not too long ago, Brendan Schaub on there. And it was funny. Like, there was one, his first fight, because he got picked by Rashad Evans, and they were training partners. So they were trying to give him a favorable matchup. But then they wanted him to take out the number one guy, because they knew that he could fight. They're like, we're going to have you fight D'Amico. He's like, I'll beat the piss out of him. (laughs) And he's like, I'm sorry. I I don't want to look past him. But And they went out there and knocked him out, like, the first round. That's so funny. Dude, I showed that to Melissa, because she listens to all his podcasts, too. And we just start cracking up. He's like, oh, I'll beat the piss out of him. Just so nonchalant. He's the man, bro. He's so like he's such like a down to earth dude. He used to be like, so ass. I, I watched know. I watched I this know. old um fight companion where Rogan wasn't even there, but they used the JRE studio and the YouTube to watch Converse Chad Mendez. Who was he on there with? Him, Brian Callen, and this Asian dude Bobby Lee. And it was a JRE podcast or one of It was JRE. Cause that gets the most viewers. And it was just terrible. Like he was just annoying. Like Connor, Connor was getting grounded pounded, and he he was like, "Here go, um, the UFC just lost their biggest star by making him fight here." And then he knocks him out, and it just completely changed. It was like he's the best fighter of all time. Like he just speak at that time, he was just getting into it, and he was just like speaking in absolutes. Well, yeah, I mean, the one thing I didn't like. So this was a while ago. How long has he had his podcast? Uh, which one? He had fired the kid for like six years. And then okay. below the belt, he just got three years ago. Maybe it was below the belt. Then. I forget. I mean, I don't. I remember him, like not remember him, but like he would be on JRE's podcast, and like, uh, he would ask him a question, and then he'd go on like this long, like yeah, it gets ex- very long explanation, and I'd be like, oh, okay, like I can see where he's coming from, and then Joe Rogan would like completely disagree and like make a whole other point. And then he'd be like, "Oh yeah, like I agree." I'm like, "You can't, you can't agree both right. ways. Like that's not the way it works. You right. pick one way or the other." But 
he did that a lot. That's the one thing I didn't like about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he only does it when it's Joe Rogan. Otherwise, he keeps he keeps pretty consistent opinions. But whatever. Yeah. I mean, I really like Brennan Schaub. So. Yeah, he's good. Um, His fights were ass though. But the, the, uh, uh, I rewatched the clip of Joe Rogan telling him that he would get like out wrestled and destroyed. By yeah, him. And, and he's like, "Do you think you could beat Cain Velasquez?" Yeah. He's like, "I think you'd be surprised." And then Rogan's like, "I think you'd be yeah. surprised." Yeah, <laughs> like that. That shit was so sad, but. Like, Yo. then, his comedy is special. I saw him live. His live, his second hour is so good. Like, hilarious. Who? His Shop. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but then his first one that he got a Showtime special for was absolute dog shit. Like, I, it had, like, two funny jokes in it. it they were just, like, not good transitions or whatever. Yeah. But at the end, he tells this long thing about his last fight with Travis Brown when he retired. And he said that he... um. That Brian Callen is the one who got him to stop fighting when really it's like well documented there was Rogan basically yeah. sitting him down saying, You're not good you enough. Ass, like, yeah. You need to stop. And he wasn't even saying that he wasn't good enough. He was saying he wasn't like You're you're not gonna be champion, so what do you want to do it for? That and like he just wasn't involved enough. Like he just didn't like it was almost like he didn't care enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but then a lot of people don't know this, but after that fight he was he had accepted another fight and then the Reebok deal came in. That's the real reason why he stopped. Really? Yeah. Because he, he makes so much money off of, like, Fire and the Kid merch, and he would wear, like, his own shirt out, and then they took that away. That makes sense. Like, he was making, say, $60,000 from Monster, because he was a Monster-sponsored athlete, and then they took it away and gave him a fucking um, Reebok, Reebok kit, yeah. where he's making twenty. Yeah. Like you know who he's supposed to fight? Did they announce who he's No, no. But he was accepting fights, and then, like, got hurt, and then... He accepted another one, and then the Reebok deal came in, and he was like, "Nah, I'm not doing that." Yeah, as someone who makes like so much money off like their own shit with the re- like when the Reebok deal came in, I mean, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I mean, like, just think about it. Like, Connor would be making way more now, and not that he needs more money if he could just wear his August McGregor stuff out. Well, dude, even at that, like, he still like his. His proper twelves, like yeah. in the cage, like he's still making money off, yeah. off those endorsements. But yeah, like you're right. Like if he could wear like all the brand and stuff that like he owns out to the cage and then sell his own merch and stuff, like he and and not even that. Like with the Reebok deal, when Shaw would go to like fight week and shit, you have to wear Reebok underwear. You have to wear Reebok sneakers. Like if you're a dude, and he's very fashionable, but if you're a dude who prides yourself on that, like having the nicest sneakers and shit, and then you have to wear fucking Reebok, could you imagine that? Like, it takes away everybody's style, you know? Yeah. Everybody looks the same, which is cool. Like, they're going to... I think that's the point, honestly. Yeah. I mean, they were trying... It was... They did it to sell for $4 billion to do that sale, but... I will say their zip-up hoodies, though, look dope as fuck. Yeah, I mean, they have they have some things, but, like, the, Con- the Connor shirt when he fought Cowboy was terrible. Yeah. I read somewhere, and I don't know how true it is. It was on, like, MMA Fighting, an opinion piece, mm-hmm. but they think that... Because in Embedded, Connor said, I actually love the shirt. They think that they paid him to say that so that people would buy it, because if he says he loves something, his diehard fans will go, like, buy whatever he says. I wouldn't be surprised. But, like... It wouldn't surprise me at all. It's good that, that shit is terrible, and it's just, like... They started off dope. Like, the first couple. But then the launch was terrible. Like, they had Anderson Silva up there, and his name was spelled wrong. Fucking Junior Dos Santos, and it, it just said Santos. Like, yeah, it was you, weird. You can just tell that. It was botched. It was botched, and it was literally just to make money. Like, there was no yeah. there was no other. And the, pro- the, the problem is they're going to they're gonna sign with somebody else. You think so? Yeah. That, it, there's no way that they could go you, back the to UFC the Wild West. Makes, the UFC probably makes so much money. Yeah. Table, so, like, so I think they're going to sign with, like, an Under Armour. Um, when they had that... Remember when The Rock came out and he had a big announcement before the Madison Square Garden card? And it was that he's doing the movie with Mark Carr and everybody was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I thought that they were going to announce that his Project Rock part of Under Armour was going to be the new sponsor moving that forward. Dope. I mean, it could still happen. I feel like they can't announce that until after yeah. the deal. But they're definitely getting some moves done right now. But that shit sucks. Or even, like, they have some cool shit with Sean O'Malley. Because he smokes weed and is, like, psychedelic and shit. Yeah. But they don't let him wear that shit out to a cage. They just sell on the website, which is weird. I'm surprised they even let him sell on the website. That doesn't make any sense. Well, they're, they're actually opening up more to weed and CBD, which, like, Nate Diaz and Nick Diaz are like, we've been doing this shit forever. Yeah, and now, right. Homie Nick Diaz got suspended for, what was it, two years? Four years. Four years? For four years for weed. Ridiculous. And I think that's why he's not fighting now. Because even though... It's just like a point. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah. I'm not... Like, that was stupid. Yeah. Um, 
I totally agree. I actually saw Joe Rogan posted something. He shared something from Elon Musk today that was like, uh, "I fucking hate Elon Musk." Really? Yeah, he's he's just like too intelligent for me. Like, like I I I feel too stupid listening to him. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I like I I agree with you to an extent. Like, but it's almost like it inspires you to like get smarter. Like, I'm not, oh like, no, no, it, no. That's that's how I feel when I listen to because like the one thing I noticed about him that I really really like. It, it like hit me is like he was on Jerry and I was like I was listening to him and every time Joey asks him a question no matter what it is he never answers like immediately like he always stops and thinks and then like, yeah gives like some crazy thought out like intelligent answer and I'm like if more people did that they'd probably sound a lot smarter than than they do because people sound dumb anyway but yeah I mean his his podcasts were hard to watch like I had to watch them in increments because. Same thing. Like I would just listen to it. And I'd be like, my brain feels like it's gonna explode. Yeah, because it, it like drowns out, and he has a like an annoying voice. Yeah, his voice, and he talks like out the side of his mouth. Yeah, a little bit too. Yeah, and I'm, he's he's not good to have conversations with. Yeah, like I, I feel like I'm getting lectured when I listen to him. I will say though, it's dope that he sold all his shit, all like everything he owns except for like the one house and yeah. a, a car. Yeah, because he doesn't want to be linked to material possessions anymore. Like that's. That's weird. Admirable. That's weird as shit. But, yeah. like, admirable is how, like, you've got more money than God, and you just sold everything you own. But And he basically, he helped California open up so much because he wanted to open Tesla back up in SpaceX, and they said, no, you can't. They did it anyway? No. He was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I have land in Texas that we're going to go build on. And they're like, no, uh, no, no. I thought he said he was going to do it anyway. Well, I think I think that he would have, but they know how much money he and makes for reason. that that area anyway back to the point um jerrogan shared a thing from elon that was like uh selling weed or distributing weed went from like a like a felony crime thing to this when the coronavirus uh corona happened now it's like um a necessary thing yeah so people in jail that are in jail for selling weed and stuff like that and they should be released and i don't know it was an interesting point that he made I don't know. Like, part of me is like, well, it was illegal when they did it, so, like, they right. probably have to still be in jail for a bit, but, like, I don't know. And I don't know anybody who's ever just sold weed that's in jail that it wasn't connected to someone else or something else. Like, whether it be they got the drugs from somebody who's in a gang or, oh, it, yeah. like, it's some sort of higher up. So like, it's, it's very rare. Like, I have friends who were in college who sold, who sold weed. I'm not going to say friends because I keep that really close, but I know people Francis. who... I know people who sold weed and, like, they're not in that shit. So, like, they're also the ones who wouldn't go to jail. Like, they would snitch on where they got it from. Yeah. Like, you know? Or just get confiscated or something like that. Yeah. Most of the people that go to jail for is, like, they have, like, two pounds of weed and, like, a bunch of other shit. Right. It's like, okay, you've got a possession charge. Right. Like, with intent to distribute, not just weed. Yeah. Anyway. But, um, um, all right, so I guess we could get to what's going on in the world. We're going to segue. Hold on. We got to pause real quick. Why? You got to take a piss? Yeah. All right. All right, we're back. Oh, we back? Yeah. All right. So, we transition into what's going on in the world. Yeah, man. Uh, what's your thoughts? I, I, I feel like we can't just broadly say, what are your thoughts? We need to we need to boil it down because there's so much going on. Um, well, I did this yesterday recording with Melissa, so you break down what's going on in the world now. Um, so, like, there's uh, to, to me, there's there's two different sides of it right now, man. Is there are the people that saw? I'm like chewing in the mic, my bad. Oh no, you're straight. There are the people that saw something happen that was clearly wrong. That uh, at first nothing was done about it, which was crazy to me. That saw it as a way to spearhead change in the country. And we're starting to do it the right way, man. Peaceful protest and, and getting there, getting the word out there. And then there's mm-hmm. people that straight took advantage of it. Yep. And are literal anarchists right now. Um, I will say, from a, from a personal standpoint, I mean, you know me. Um, you know, I'm a pretty conservative dude. And in in the past, I was always like real quick to be like. Not like brush things off, but anytime you hear, uh, you would hear like, "Oh, he was he was pulled over because he was black," or "Oh, this happened because he was black." Oh, this happened right. because he was black. I was real quick to just like brush it off, um, because I didn't grow up that way. You know right. what I mean? Like I was never like that. My parents were my parents were not those people. I went to Catholic school and was always taught like you know you, you just you don't think that way. And I like in my head I couldn't 
rationalize people thinking or acting that way. And um, after seeing that, dude, my opinion changed immediately. Like, that was a clear display of a guy that probably just, like, wasn't, maybe wasn't raised right, went through some shit as a kid, or maybe he was like picked on as a kid or something and became a cop for authority and had mm-hmm. had a vendetta against against minorities or whatever but a clear display of abuse of power abuse of power and in my opinion racial intent like it was just it was just fucking crazy dude and the fact of the matter is um it it's really sad to say that it's becoming less about the abuse of power and more about the anarchy because it is um because <laughs> because of the way things are being handled because mm-hmm. changes need to happen man yep um i mean i see some really drastic shit going on like people with people's opinions right now like like what defund the police and yeah like that's take, stupid take away like if anything we should be giving the police more money to like be more strategic on on training courses and and analyzing people people like mental like there should be more i don't i don't know exactly what goes into a police exam um, I looked like I looked into the physical aspect of it because I was looking to be a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, but like athletics and abilities to do push-ups and sit-ups and shit—that doesn't fucking matter. There should, right. be, there should be more of a psychological examination of people that are applying to become police. Like, who cares if you have a fucking four-year degree? I don't like. I don't care right. if you have a four-year degree or a six-year degree or whatever the case may be. It's- I think you should be in shape. That's the other thing that's been driving me crazy is all these fucking videos of cops that I see, they're all like 400 pounds. Like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Anyway, you should be in shape. You should have a psychological examination to make sure that you're, like, not, like, a serial killer or, like, a, a person that has some kind of vendetta against anybody, whether it be women, whether it be minorities, whether whether it be white people, whether it be... Like, right. If your reason for becoming a cop is anything less than you want to protect and serve, like you shouldn't be able to be a cop. And we have to invest more in these people applying to be police officers everywhere to make sure that they are doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. So I talked to my mom about that because I think that reforming the police system is the best way to do it. I don't think that like people want to defund the police. I think that that's stupid. Dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, people want to have like neighborhoods police themselves, like get rid of police altogether. Yep. That's stupid because Honestly, like as fucked up as it sounds, if drug boys start selling on the corner, I'm not going to be able to police that. Right. Um, one thing that I saw online and I brought it up to my mom yesterday, we had like a 45 minute conversation, which that's the thing that needs to happen more. And this is what me and Melissa talked about, too. Or like people need to have these con- like have conversations more. Stop arguing. Um, one of the things that Melissa was saying, now I'll get back to what I was saying, is that a lot of people on social media are saying, if you don't say anything right now, your silence speaks volumes when in this situation, if you don't have anything to say, it's the perfect time to listen. Yeah, I agree. L- listen, especially if you grew up in an area where there aren't minorities, it's mm-hmm. a good time to listen. Um, but what I was saying to my mom is I saw on Twitter that a lawyer posted, he's like, why do I need to go to eight years of school to learn how to practice law, mm-hmm. but then it only takes a year for a cop to learn like how to police yeah um so yeah so that's that's why i asked my mom and she had a good rebuttal that some people don't do philly because it's nine months Mm -hmm. to do that and like you could go to the middle of rural kansas and get become a cop in seven weeks yeah so like my whole thing with that is i think that it should be if they want because some people are saying um mainly you know Stephen a smith on espn yeah he's saying that if a white cop shoots a black man mm-hmm. or kills a black an unarmed black man it should be a hate crime that's stupid to me that's really stupid to me because what about the white cops that shoot i mean what about the black cops that shoot black people uh, okay asian cops like that's very weird to me i think that rather than that being the federal law making a hate crime it should be a federal law that the police academy is now two years no matter where you are if you're in the middle of kansas where it's 15 population 1500 yeah. or in LAPD, yeah. I think that making that longer because then you'll weed out the people who really want to do it. Yep. Like some people, in paid or unpaid, paid. Like I think that I think that you have to pay them, and that's the thing with police officers. I feel like a lot of people get into it, and I do think that, and I think that there are way more good cops than bad cops, hundred yeah. um, percent. 
I love having this conversation with you because you're on both sides of the fence. Because obviously you're, you know, yeah, you you have parents that are cops, and you know you're not not only black, but like you have you know a white stepdad, and like you see you see things from all all different sides of the fence. So it's really interesting to see your your not to cut you off, but it's really interesting to see your your take on everything. Hundred percent, I appreciate that too, because like. I was getting into it on Twitter, not Twitter, Facebook with people because they were saying that, because I say all lives matter. Like, I don't think that my life as a black man matters more than your life, matters more than Melissa's life, matters more than Joyce, who's Cuban, right. or than the Asian person's life. It's sad that I don't have anybody Asian that I can say <laughs> their name, but whatever. Um, I think that all lives matter. I understand that they're saying black lives seem to not matter as much, mm-hmm. but I also think, I, I'll, get, I'll get to that in a little bit, but what I was saying was... A lot of people are joining the police academy now. Like, how many people do you know? Because I, I can say that I know at least five right now that I could name. I'm not going to name. Mm-hmm. That went to college mm-hmm. for a year, didn't like it, and then they joined the police academy. Yep. There's, I, there's a phrase in the – and I'm obviously not in the streets, but in the streets where it's called hit a lick, like you're just trying to get quick money. Yep. I think that that's what for a lot of people being a police officer is. I could Oh, I can join this. I'm able to do the physical stuff. I could do that make – what, what did we look up last time? It's like $50,000 at least yeah, 50, in Philly. 55. Yeah. And have that going through the academy, you end with a degree, mm-hmm. which that's something me and Melissa talked about. How, how are police officers, which is great, it's 100% great, but they're able to get an associate's degree from this in criminal justice in nine months, but you have to take two years to do it if you go to regular college. Yeah, and the problem with that is to, like, um, I forget how long it was, but it used to be a, a, a requirement that you had to have a crim- you had to have a criminal justice degree yeah. to even apply, and right. the, the amount of applications that they got dropped like yeah ninety five percent right. So they took it away, and that was like, if I'm not mistaken, right in the time when you were considering it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, well, I and was, it, I went and it was the same thing with Bill too. Yeah, yeah. But I think that reform like that, making it longer, it will weed out the people who are just trying to do it to get the money. Yep. And then you'll you'll get more good cops. And I do think that there are more good cops than bad cops. I think that if we're going to judge all cops off of the video of George Floyd, which I, and this is one thing that I've been saying the whole time, not one cop that I know, that my parents know, is saying that those cops weren't in the wrong. Like, they're all saying that that was murder. So that's the biggest thing with this whole thing is, man, is, you know, I felt like, I'm gonna I'm gonna generalize, and I don't want to come off as right, right. a bad way, but just disclaimer, make things easier. Yeah, but as as the black community as a whole, like I don't think they ever had all of America on the whole Black Lives Matter and like shit needs to change, to, like together, like agreeing with them ever in, in right in the history. Obviously, you know it's as in in retrospect, you know. Again, I'm I'm trying to say things as eloquently as possible. Mm-hmm. Blacks haven't been considered equal for that long. When you think about Yo, America, we, we just said that it, it's still people. The civil rights movement was 50 years ago. Exactly, exactly. Like there's still people who lived. Like if my mom was born six years earlier, she wouldn't have been able to go to a school. Like she was yep. born in '66. Yep. Like so, there are still people's grandparents like, yeah. today that are like telling them as they're growing up, like they're they're instilling race, racist beliefs mm-hmm. in them. Like that, that's. Those are things that aren't going to go away in 50 years. Like it's right. going to take longer for that to go away. But anyway, 100%. Back to back to the point. Um, you know that all of America was on like I have some of the most Republican I, I hate to say it, I have some of the most Republican extremists in my family. Right. Like, I really do like and I also have like a couple like not nobody close, but like there are there are cousins that like have not racist beliefs, but they're definitely more um like They'll just say things that don't sit right with me that I'm like, you shouldn't, like, it's 2020, right. you can't right, right, right. like that anymore, right? So, um, and even those people were like, that shit was wrong, and, like, change needs to be made, and then all this anarchy and, like, destruction started, and now it's, like, it's not, I don't want to say it's erasing it, but it's, like, overpowering it and, like, yep. overlooking it, and, like, it needs to stop. Yeah. It's crazy. And the worst part is, is news reporters are coming out here and saying it's a lot of white people out here. It is. That are doing the destruction, and then it's a shame because it, it, all the news is reporting is that the looting the looting and all that nonsense is you know in these inner cities and it's all minority it's just it's such a shit show and the media is making it so much worse and it's just it's it's honestly it's terrible but i totally agree with you on on the whole the whole everything you just said about being a cop because you know even me who like i'm in school right now it's sad like my quote-unquote backup plan is to go into the, the police department right now that's not saying that i have 
like on on impure motives to be a cop like if if anything mm-hmm. this has made me want to be a cop more because i feel like i'd be another person out there doing the right thing to, right with the right motive. it starts from the inside yeah 100 percent, absolutely 100 percent. but i i definitely think there are people that like I, again I, i've said this a bunch of times there are people that went to high school or like grew up getting like beat up and bullied and like picked on and stuff like that or 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 they, or they even grew up with super impure motives like i i hate minorities i hate that they just they grew up in that thing and they want to be a cop to to feel like they have that power to unjustly support those beliefs and motives and those are the people that we need to weed out and yeah. get those people out of any position of power like and we're we're just saying we're just saying cops dude like what about lawyers like, yeah what about in every in every like, in every line of work there's going to be people who are like that that abuse their power um it's crazy and again it's only been I think it's been, it's been more than fifty years. What year was the the civil rights movement? I think it was the it was the sixties. Sixty seven. Was sixty seven? I should probably I should probably know that, but I'm not good at history. Yeah, I think it was sixty seven. But still, even at that, like that was, you know, you're right. Fifty fifty years ago, fifty something years yeah. ago. Like that's not like my dad's my dad's sixty five. Right. Like what? Like I mean, it's just it's so crazy to think about because I know for us it feels like it was it sounds and feels like it was so long ago. But like again, in retrospect, that is like a second in in time retrospective mm-hmm. of the, the livelihood of, of the United States. And it's just, I, when the worst part about all this is you, you've already said it is people are so extreme to it's, it's just like with politics with you're either extreme left and extreme, right? Yep. Now it's extreme cop versus extreme, you know, black lives matter. Yep. It's like, why can't I, I'm, I'm very down the middle right now. Like, again, I have I, like your, your mom's, your parents are cops. Yep. I know they're good people. Like I have friends that are cops. I have family that are cops, you know, and, you know, you're one of my best friends. You know, I, I have Miguel's one of my best friends. He's he's Spanish. He's considered a minority. Like, mm-hmm. why can't I be down the middle and say, yeah, all lives matter. Quote, unquote, all lives matter. I know it sounds stupid and cliche and everyone is, if you say that, you're not, you're not with us. You're against us, blah, blah, blah. And on the same side, on the same opposite side of the same coin, say that cops, like, like how many cops have been killed now because of these riots and, and shit? Like, right. And that's that's one of the things that I've started to think that I've started to think about. Like everybody's like posting all these hashtags, like say say their name with everybody who's been killed. Yep. Um, also, if if it's all about weeding out bad cops, don't put Trayvon Martin in there. Yeah. He wasn't killed by a cop. Like some of these people weren't killed by cops. Yeah. Even like my eyes got open to it before George Floyd with that Amal Arbery where he was chased down. But whatever. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Um, how many? Did that cop get off? It wasn't a cop. It was two. Um. It was two local people policing. They used to be cops. Yeah, they said he just looked shady or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, Did they get off, though? I have no clue. I haven't followed up. Because this one over overtook everything, George Floyd. Right. Um, but how many of these in loving memory shirts for police officers do I have to have? And are they out rioting right. when, when they're killed by... And, and if you don't want to be generalized, they're killed primarily by black black men yep. and i'm not like i don't want people to think that i'm going to kill a cop because i'm a black man right. but i also don't want people to think that my dad's gonna shoot them because he's a white cop right you know and that's, what go ahead that's that's the, the thing man is like i I've, again i've been getting into debates with people because and, and i'm here for the debates like i i love that shit like i want i want people to debate because one of the things with me i didn't mean to cut you off no, you're good. but is if i think that i, I had uh, not even a debate, but somebody online is in the that I went to high school with is in the same situation as me. She's dating, whereas I'm dating a white woman. Mm. She's dating a black dude, okay. and she said that she doesn't want to raise her future children in this world. And I said, why? Like I personally don't feel scared at all mm-hmm. when I leave that I'm not going to come home because of a cop killing me. I'm scared that I'm more scared, and I said this countless times when I go to a Kenny Chesney concert because there's a lot of people there who, if they get drunk, they're not going to, like, if they get drunk, they're going to want to fight me before they want to fight somebody else. Yep. And that shit gets escalated. Same thing. I felt more scared walking to class at Temple because of the locals at Temple rather than the police officers. Right. So. It's a situational, man. Yeah. It's all situational. And that's what, like, I, I was getting into these debates with people the other day because, um, like, the numbers online, again, they might be, they might be wrong because I'm sure not every single occasion with a white cop and a minority and a white cop with a white person is reported directly right you know we don't live in a perfect world we don't live in a just society and it sucks but like if you look at the numbers of like 
black on black crime versus white cop on on black mm-hmm. I'm sorry black on black murder versus white cop on like we're black. killing our own it's it's insane dude and yeah like, it, it we're we're in this this point in the world where if you say that the quote-unquote the problem starts in the home it's like okay well that's racist like no it's not right like, these inner city families and people that like from from the get-go they're raised to believe that cops are out to get them mm-hmm. and the, the white man hates them Thank no matter you. what like no that's that's it's not the way to just it it, it starts at home man yeah i really do and that that goes both ways too like if you know again as a as a white man uh if my parents were racist like i i'm probably gonna grow up racist right right. like it's just the way the way it is and until we make those changes in society things aren't gonna change and that's what that's one of the things that gets me like a lot of people just assume obviously i I'm not going to say broadcast, but, like, I've been picked up from school. Like, my dad would pick me up from school sometimes in the cop car so people know that my parents are cops. Right. They just assume, like, a lot of people don't know that for the first six years of my life, my mom was a teacher. Like, she was a kindergarten te- a kindergarten or preschool? Kindergarten. Mm-hmm. She was a teacher before that. So I grew up for six years learning to respect police officers before she even – she didn't meet my dad until she graduated the academy and they were partners. Right. So before that was even a thing, I think that – it shouldn't be a generalized brush where people are raising kids to be afraid of the police. Whereas when I was growing up, it was like, if God forbid something happens, try to find a police officer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now I think that people are going away from it. And I think that a lot of it, and this goes for black, white, everybody, when people get pulled over now, I sent Melissa a video the other day. This guy, the cop saying, put your hands behind your back. And he's doing everything but that. Yeah. He's like this. I'm not doing it. You got to tell me why I'm like... In the Miranda rights, they don't have to tell you why you're yep. under under arrest. They should. Yep. Like, they should just because it's common courtesy. But you have the right to remain silent. You have the right to an attorney. All those things. They don't have to tell you why they're arresting yep. you. And again, that, all that starts, in my opinion, in the home. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just it's just a pig cop. Like, you don't have to listen to that. Right. Like, if he pulled you over and, like, you like they found something or you did something wrong or whatever the case is going on, just... Shut the fuck up and yeah. do what he says. Like, and it will go a lot smoother. And on top of that, if you have a passenger, like, tell, tell your pet Like, if somebody's with me and I get pulled over and they pull out their phone, I'm like, no, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Immediately, as a human being, immediately, that, like, that's probably going to piss somebody off. Yeah. Like, no matter who it is. Like, it could because be- you're, try- you're trying to make an example out of that cop. Yep. When, in reality, it could just be a good person that's just doing their job. Yep. And one of the things... A lot of times, and I talked about this with a bunch of people, if you get pulled over, I'm going to say eight out of ten times, you were speeding. Everybody speeds. Yeah. Everybody sure. speeds. For sure. So that's probable cause right there. Yep. And then just, if, if you just say, like, I was raised, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, yep, me too. All, that, all that type of stuff. And I talked to Melissa about this. I was like, were you taught growing up? Because I'm even questioning myself. Like, my parents didn't instill, like, the... As a black man, I need to do these things, but when the cop pulls up, make sure your hands are on the steering wheel, no sudden movements. And I didn't know if that was just because I was black, if it was because I was black, or if it was just common sense. I think it's just common sense. Like, if somebody's coming, I'm not going to go like that. You look suspicious. You're not even supposed to, like, um, like, uh, reach. Some people tell you to, like, get your registration and insurance card right away. Like, don't do that anymore. You're reaching on a glove compartment as a cop. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking. And people need to realize that before. People are cops, and that's one of the things that me and my mom said is that we were looking into this guy, not looking into him like doing a deep dive, but the way he had his knee on George Floyd, he was getting off on that power. And one of the things that we said was, my dad says all the time, he's been a cop since he was 18. I think he just turned 40 last year. He's turned 41 in, no, he's turned 42 in July, whatever. Um, he always says that he doesn't define himself as being a cop. The people who I would consider that are probably bad cops and have bad intentions are the ones who they could be a father, a brother, a, a son. They put being a cop above all of that. Yep. Whereas my parents both say this is a paycheck. So, yeah, they don't my family doesn't define themselves as cops. And I think that like I'm not saying that everybody who does like some people, if God forbid somebody lost their parent mm-hmm. that was a cop. They're going to define themselves as a cop because of that type of stuff. Right. But I think that that's a good way to look at it, too, is that, like, that could be a sign. Like, if somebody comes in because, yeah, Yeah. is that, like, I don't know. I think that that's kind of overgeneralizing. But I also think that just. It's a valid point, though. Yeah. I mean, again, dude, to me, 
it all circles back to again. I keep on saying it, but like you, you already said it. Like how you were raised. Like I mm-hmm. was always, 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 always. My dad was always a stickler. Like Mr. Towhill, Mrs. Towhill. Like yep. yes sir, no sir. You get pulled over. Like yes officer, no officer. Like always be respectful. Like no matter what. I can't tell. I've been pulled over a bunch of times. I can't tell you how many times. Like they pulled me over. I'm like hey, you know what? I'm, no officer. Like I'm sorry. What was I doing wrong? Blah blah. blah. Like, oh, I clocked you with this. You were doing this. Like. Sorry, I'm just doing this, and I wasn't even paying attention. I right. Pop, like, just being, like, a respectful dude, and I've gotten two tickets, and I've been pulled over probably ten times. And yeah. people be like, oh, like, that's white privilege, blah, blah, blah. Right. Half those cops were black. Right. And they just, like, just being a respectful person, being like, I'm sorry, I know I was wrong, like, I won't do it again. Like, that's all it took for them to be like, all right, like, have a nice day. Like, they don't want to be assholes. I'm, for, I'll say the majority of them yep. don't want to be assholes. Like, I, there You could catch somebody on the wrong day. For sure. Or you just catch a cop that is... Is power tripping. Yeah. Like, there are cops out there like, I'm going to write this motherfucker a ticket just because right. I can. Or I'm going to make him get out of his car just because I can. Like, right. Again, we, we go we go back to those things where, to me, I feel like we're, we're, in this, we're in this place where we see a cop or people see a cop and they see, like, a robot. Yep. And it's like, that's a human being. Like, if I was a cop, like, I've got a mom and a sister and mm-hmm. friends and family that I want to come home to. I'm going to yeah. do everything I have to do in my power to make sure that... I'm okay at the end of the day. Yep. Like, if I pull you over and, like, my light's in the back of your, like, going through the back of your car and I see you rummaging in your center console. And, right, and, you're like, going to be on higher alert. 100%. My hand's going to break all my gun. I'm ready to pull if I have to. Like, I'm going to have my partner go around the other side of the car. Like, it's not because you're a criminal. Like, right. I, I don't know who, if I'm looking at the back end of your car, I can't tell what color you are if you're a man right. or a woman yet. Like, I'm just trying to be safe. Mm-hmm. But then you see all these videos of, like, these people just, like, fuck you pig and i'm not doing that and i know my rights and on the opposite side and a lot of people don't know their rights actually that's the problem on the opposite side of the same coin like i've i've seen videos where i've seen cops way out of line yep just ridiculously like completely power tripping and people having their rights like completely demoralized and diminished and people gotta realize both ends of the spectrum are wrong yeah like both sides are wrong until we realize that as a society as a whole like you can say all lives matter. You can say black lives matter. You can say blue lives matter. And it doesn't make you a bad person to right. all three. Like, and and saying that blue lives matter doesn't mean that black lives don't matter. Oh. But my my idea is, so when it comes to somebody like my mom, does her life not matter because she's a cop? Yep. Or does it matter because she's black? Yep. And, or vice versa. Yeah. And just, just going into what you were saying when you were talking about being pulled over. I've been pulled over twice. No, once. I got pulled over once. I and, beat a lot. And that... That situation was one where I really should have, like, stuck up to a cop, but I was afraid. The three times I had interactions with cops, it was never I was afraid that the cop was going to harm me. I was scared that, like, my parents would go, when I tell them, they're going to be pissed. So, like, the first time I got pulled over, I was literally parked at the corner of um, Roland and Princeton, where I used to live. And there's a stop sign. And I put put my key in, turned the car on. There was nobody coming, so I just went forward and made the turn. Mm. And they said that I blew a stop sign when in reality I was sta- stopped there and I made the turn. Mm. So she pulled me over. She gave me a ticket. I gave it to my dad. He called, and he was able to get it expunged. The second time was, and this is the time when if a cop wanted to be a dick to me, mm. and maybe I, maybe I got lucky. I don't feel like I got lucky. I feel like the way that I was honest with the cop is why he let me go mm. was that we were at a party. Um it was Bill. It was Bill's birthday party, and the cops raided it. I ran, and he ch- the cop chased me in the car down the alleyway. My hat fell, and then my dumbass. I was drunk. I was like, they had my DNA, so I'm just gonna stop. I grabbed my hat, and they said, why'd you run from me? And I was like, because I didn't want to get underage. And he said, where do you live? And I said, I live. He told him where I lived, and then he said, all right, make sure you get home. I'm gonna let you off with a warning. And I said, thank you. And then he said, okay. And then I went home. And they it was my DNA. Yeah, yeah. I, I was fucked up. You were so fucked up. And then <laughs> the third time was when, like, when we got in that accident yeah. after the Drake after uh, Drake concert. Yeah, like, I about and that. every time I never dropped my parents' name. Yeah. Like that, and that's that's the thing. People say that I'm pr- I'm privileged because I have, co- like, yes, I am. That if unless I murder somebody, that's probably going to get me out of a lot. That yeah. my parents are cops. For that sure. my dad works in one of the elite units, and that my mom works for a big boss. But everything but, in life has perks, bro. Right. Like and. Honestly, like, I would trade those perks to have some of the perks that people have at, like, Fortune 500 companies. So, like, yeah, it's good. And, like, they get me free parking at Phillies games. Mm -hmm. Whatever. But 
I've never dropped their name. I don't use the privilege. Yep. And you I get the. You have a courtesy card. I do. I, I get. Huh? You never use it though. No, I never. I never used it, and they get mad when I don't. And I'm like, because a lot of times I don't like. If I did something wrong that I didn't know, I don't want them to get the backlash. Yeah. Like yeah, if sure. say I did, I did blow that stop sign, which I know for a fact I didn't. I don't want it to get there and they put on their like P.O. Toho son and then it gets around the department and they're like, oh, their son's a bad egg. Yeah, or like yeah. when I got stopped by that cop, like, oh, he was running from the police. Right. And especially because they're looking at it like that I'm a black kid, you know? Mm-hmm. But whatever. I just think that with, with all of this, people need to respect each side and it is a good chance to listen. A lot of time, and I'm even listening to the Black Lives Matter side because, like I said before, Ma Arbery, I dismiss that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it doesn't matter to me because I think, and I still think that there's gray area. A lot of these things, I think that the camera catches what it wants to catch, yeah, or cuts up what it wants. Yeah, to cut up yeah. I think that, that yeah. I think that sometimes when they get the person being shot, like it's, I don't think that anybody deserves to die. There's very few people in the world that I think shouldn't be on this earth. Right. But if all I get is the cop pulling out his gun. I don't know what happened the 10 minutes before that. Dude, it's sad to say, that was my first question when I saw the George, George Floyd. Floyd video. Yeah. So I was like, his knees on his neck? Yeah. But, like, what happened beforehand? And then, like, all the eyewitnesses. It right. Was like, okay, like. And and even, it's been a week, and yesterday I said that to my mom. I was like, I don't know what happened before that. And she's like, well, there's a video out there. So I'm uneducated on it. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think that that stuff is very circumstantial as well. Yeah, I uh, I totally agree, man. I, I mean, we, we touched base on this a little bit, but the media makes, you know, everything worse. Mm-hmm. And again, again this, this all boils down to the original point of everything being political. Yep. Like, I watched, I forget what I was doing. I know you're not a Trump supporter at all, but I was watching. Uh, I, I told you that, like, I'm I'm open now because I think that what he did for the economy with and trying to open up with coronavirus is huge. I think that he, for me personally, he takes three steps forward like with corona and then he's shooting tear gas at protesters yeah. that takes him a step back yeah like yeah i i agree and i i don't think i think if it didn't turn violent like you wouldn't have that wouldn't have happened you know yeah. what i mean like i again like he's called like he makes these orders like okay like he called in the national guard why is the national guard here and then like i got into an argument with my cousin the other day who's very liberal and uh i mean not that it matters right, now, right. But, like he's he's white and he's like like, very on the side of, like, Black Lives Matter, and, like, he keeps saying this term, we, 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 and I was finally like, dude, what do you mean, we? Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be that guy, like, I'm, like, it's great that you, like, you feel that way, and you feel that strongly about it, but, like, you don't know the lives that they live, because right. you, you you literally can't. So, anyway, right. we got into that whole discussion, and he was trying to say that the bigots and anarchists are, are the ones with the tanks rolling down the streets, and I was like... No, like that's the problem. That they're literally only here because things got violent, yeah. And they're here to keep us safe. Like yep. I'm glad they're here because if if he didn't act the way he did and bring those people in, like who knows how much destruction would have been caused? Like, explain to me how blowing up a Walgreens is is right. justice. Like I don't I don't understand it. And like, it it doesn't make sense to me. And I'm not in. Obviously, I get I try to get a lot of my news from podcasts rather than the news because. I think that when you're getting it filtered through somebody who's not in the media, yep. they're filtering out a lot of the bullshit. Yeah. And a lot of times they don't have any agenda. Um, with with this, I'm not understanding why Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, we want to support black businesses. Why the fuck in L.A. are they stealing from stores like Supreme? Yeah, stores yeah. like all stores that are owned by black, bus- like black businesses. Dude, why in Philly are the corner stores that are – Let's call it what it is. Primarily minority owned. Right. Like why are you why are you robbing the, why are you robbing the poppy store? Right. What like, what the hell is wrong with you? But like back to my original point. Like I was watching this video on Trump, and I forget who it was that posted and what the the article exactly was. But I was watching it, and like you can clearly tell it was like modified. Yeah. Like, you could, like, like yeah. It cuts in and out, and I was like, and whatever the point was, if I listened to just that video, right. I was like, okay, that sounds valid. Right. And then I went back and I pulled up the press conference from when he was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And they, they cut out like 85% uh, yep. of it and focus on this one portion well, that sounds a little bit racist. And it's like, oh, like he hates all. And it's like, right. that's not right at all. Like if you look at the numbers, he's done so much for like people of minorities the last four years. He's done so much for the economy and like. As a whole. As a whole. Yeah. Dude. And this. And that's even what I was saying with coronavirus is a lot of this is 
happening at the worst time. Yeah. I do th- I do think even even conspiracy. Even with Eddie Bravo. Did, over here. did you see Drew Brees' comment? Like Yeah, what, I was actually I, gonna ask you what you thought about that. I, I think that I understand what he's saying. Um I don't I know that he had to apologize. I personally think that it's his opinion. Yeah. It's his it's his opinion. Don't act like I don't think I think that, that dude who asked him that was fucked up because he set him up. Because no matter what he said, the other more, side was going to be mad. Yep. And yep. people were saying that Drew Brees is a racist. Do you know what that motherfucker has done for the city of New Orleans? Yep. Do you know how much money he's donated? Do you know that he, and I'm not saying single-handedly, but the quarterback is the, if you don't have a quarterback in the NFL, you're not going to win. If they didn't win that Super Bowl, the New Orleans Saints would have been in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Like, all the money, like, people don't know that when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, they got a big check from the NFL yep. that helped save, and in New Orleans, it was right after Hurricane Katrina, yep. they gave that money to there. They don't do that without him. He donated $5 million to things like this. And motherfucker made the exact same comment in 2016 when Obama was president and all this stuff wasn't happening, and I think that the timing was terrible. Like, you're going to say it right after this, all this shit started happening, and I get it, but Nobody had a problem with it then. I get, yeah, I get it too. But like, it, I don't, I don't know the exact quote. But he starts talking about the flag and how yeah. they were treading on it, right? Like, people, I get, I, like, I get more now than ever the Colin Kaepernick movement. Yeah, I, I really, I really do. I understand it. And Which is good. Like you, you, you learn more and you grow. Yeah, exactly. Because you know when he first. I was so totally against it. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was too. I was like, why is he? Why, like, I would go to events right after that. That was what four years ago. Uh, 2017 to start it. Three years ago. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was at one of Miguel's fights, and um, it's a sporting event, so we did the national anthem. I looked around and like half the room was sitting. And they do like, sporting events at that? I mean, they do the national anthem. Yeah, did you national. know they don't do it at UFC fights? Really? Yeah, they don't do it at UFC fights. They even said it in the interview um, recently. We went to the one in Brooklyn, and we were in there because the car got cut short because so many people when counter through a dolly got fucked up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that we were in there from the start and no national anthem, no nothing. That's so that's weird. I thought it's it weird because he's so like pro Trump yeah. and pre- all right. Sorry, go ahead. Um. Anyway, so like when that happened, and I saw people sitting there, and like my as as an American, my whole thing was like I, I feel like sometimes people don't realize how like I, I understand we have our issues. I understand America mm-hmm. sucks at times, but like how good it is to live here. Yeah. Like, there are other countries that if you live there, the liberties and, and rights and privileges that you have here, You have none. You have none. There are other countries where, like, if you're a woman in that country, you are treated like dog shit. Yep. Like, still. Still to this day. Yeah. Other countries where if you're a minor, considered a minority in that country, like, you're basically a slave. Right. Like, and here, like, again, it might not be perfect. We still have these inner cities and these hoods and these gangs and the, and, and the education system isn't the best. And, like, we have our issues, yeah, but, like, to kneel and sit on 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 the flag, which represents like not just the country, but all the people that like. Mm-hmm. So many people have died. I know it sounds so cliche. So many people have died. And so For that, this was back when like like we had drafts and people weren't being pulled. They they, they almost had too many volunteers to go right. into wars because people wanted to fight and die for our country for our liberties. Right. And to to kneel and sit at that is what was offensive to me. But like. But that was only looking at one side. And now I, I get that. Like, I, I I understand, again, and again, we have been over, like, there aren't a ton of bad cops. There aren't, at least in my opinion. But there is a problem, and change needs to be made. And that's all he was trying to, to point out. And he was doing it peacefully. All yeah. he did was kneel during the National Anthem, and the world exploded. And did and did you know, a lot of, a lot of people don't say this. There's You know who Marshawn Lynch is, right? Yeah. During the time when Colin Kaepernick was kneeling, Marshawn Lynch was sitting. Eating a banana during the national anthem. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick initially kneeled, or, or he initially sat, and then he talked to, I'm not sure if it was a Navy SEAL or a Marine, but he said, can you not do that? That disrespects the flag. Could you please kneel? Kneeling is a sign of respect. Yeah. We kneel when we go to church yeah. at the, like, all those types of things. Yeah. So with, with that, and me and my dad, like, and that's why when somebody says that I'm not open-minded, me and my dad have debates on things. Um, it's open, and and we'll have debates on things like this. Yo, so with thing with things like that, me and my dad we go back and forth. It's okay to have different differing views, you know. Yeah, I mean, and that here. Yo, again, I think that's a big part of what 
this all needs to kind of bring to light is right. it's okay to have different opinions and it's okay to have different views and people are always going to have different opinions and different views based on how they grew up and where they and like especially where they grew up like if like like you, like just you're a perfect example you as a young black man growing up in northeast philadelphia Dude, not, you're no, not gonna have the same can, can i can i get even more into that yeah. i don't mean to cut you off but i said the exact same thing on here is that like i'm probably bigging myself up but i think that i'm the perfect person to talk about this a lot of people don't know, like, they think that I just was from Mayfair. Mm-hmm. From when I was born until I came to Burners, I lived in southwest Philadelphia, yep. which an area me and Melissa drove past there when we went to Joe Rogan show in Upper Darby. Mm-hmm. It's a lot different now. It's yeah. a lot more, like, I remember. Dude, right, Mayfair is a lot different. Now. Right. Then I went to an all-black school there. My mom met my dad. We moved to Mayfair. Went to an all-white school. I was the first black person to graduate from Burners. Were you really? Yeah. Uh, you might have been... The- we were the last graduating class. Exactly. We were the, only. the only. You were the only. Black the kid. only. Yeah, that's what's up. So then I go to Franklintown, which is a diverse school, go to move up here into, I'm not going to say where I live now, yeah. but then um, I go better to. Better area. Yeah. Better area. I go to Temple, which is one of the most diverse colleges in the country. Mm-hmm. So I think they're seeing all of that. And I've had a lot of transitions. Like there's been times when I was in Burners where I was, oh, I'm this emo skater wearing dc kid then i went through my woke phase when i started listening to rap and country like i i think that and i've been exposed to all types of different things i think that we just need to be more diverse not not even more diverse but just like have have these conversations like there's some people who couldn't do what we just did for an hour and say here well i'm not gonna say an hour because the first 20 minutes was fight talk yeah but 40 minutes yeah and just have a genuine conversation right and like Obviously, I, I said this earlier. My I have a lot of acquaintances. My friends are all white, other than Joyce, right. and that's okay. But like, you have to have those conversations with those people yeah, if you want them to understand you. You can't just understand. And and people throw around for the culture. Like a lot of people don't know anything about black culture. I think that because they listen to Drake yeah. or because they listen to rap music. Like, yep. but I also think if you're gonna do that, you need to learn about it. Yep. Like that's that's why. And we even talk about it. you listen to people like Logic. I don't get down with that even though logic's half black right yeah he's half black i don't get down with that because i don't know what he's talk what he's talking about that's why j cole's probably my like i think he's the best rapper because you resonate he's, with him yeah the nigga talks about fucking like going to college and shit <laughs> yeah so like <laughs> yeah. and then that's why meek is my favorite because he i know what philadelphia is yep. so I, I think that people just need to be open to learn, and that's why if you don't have anything to say, it's a good time to listen. And yeah. don't shame people who don't have shit to say. I agree, and just be conscious. Like people have this this belief that if you don't think the same way I do, you're wrong and you're the enemy, and that's not the way. Like like my point earlier, man. Like you as a black man in Northeast Philadelphia, who you know you just said everything you just went through. You are not going to have the same opinions and views in life as someone who grew up in South Central, hundred percent. Grew up in the Bronx, or someone, or a white like and me, me like a, a white man who grew up in Northeast Philadelphia. I don't have the same opinions as someone who grew up in Holland mm-hmm. or fucking Los Angeles or, yeah. or Miami. Like, but we need to be able to sit here like this as a society and say, okay, that's how you feel. Tell me what what led you to that belief. Right. What led you to those feelings? Like. There are people who just have pure feelings of hatred just because of shit they went through. There might be yeah. people in the world that just like hate white people because they got beat up by white people their entire life. Right, like, and and I can and I can understand like, like I can understand George Floyd's daughter not fucking with cops. For sure, like hundred percent. But that's not a reason for person X to not like cops because George Floyd got yep. killed by a cop. Yep. Like if you don't, I, I don't know. I I get what you're saying though. Like experiences are going to be different, and I can't tell his daughter to like cops like i understand where she's coming from mm-hmm. but like cops murdered your dad in the streets yeah like, i can 100 percent right. understand now, now who knows dude she might grow up to be a cop yeah because like she just wants to, ma- to have change like again we got police all, our own it's all about how how people are affected and how people cope and how people are well i, I again i come back to are raised and taught yep. like, how to deal with their shit yeah so Hundred percent. It's just it's super important, man. I, again, I, I really I can't commend you enough. Now I I know we've had our disputes in the past about you know certain things, especially when it came to like race and and politics and stuff like that. Not even race, it's strictly just politics, and that's just that's, because that's, I don't want, even want to say race. You're yeah. right, politics. But again, as a, as a young as a young black man, you know, wh- white stepdad, cops as parents, you know, white fiance, 
in in this world, dude, I, I got a lot of respect for you. I appreciate real. it. And I think that that's partially growing on both of our parts, too, because, like, four, four years ago, I would not say a single good thing about Trump. Granted, yeah. like, I, and I, I'll even say I was ride or die for Hillary. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I feel this election, how people felt in that election, where it's the lesser of two evils. Okay. Like, I think that Biden sucks. Yeah, he's... I think that Trump sucks a little less. He touches little girls, bro. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I understand where people were coming from from there. Um, I think that that's part of growing, the fact that we can acknowledge that, like, yeah, I was fucked up for, like, I couldn't even admit that what he... My whole beef with him was that the nigga had a show on NBC. Like... (laughs) Okay, fair enough. And, and, and like, now, now that it's open, like, if The Rock ran for president, I would vote for him. Dude, I would vote for The Rock. Dude, right? 100%. And, like, I, I think that it took me growing, and then it took you growing as well. Like, we really got into it about that, and then now you're even seeing, like, the other side. Because initially, yeah, I would say, I, I've always said that that election broke down along racial lines. There's a di- there's a reason why 6% of black people voted for for Trump. Yeah. Like, 6% is not a lot. No, it's so nothing. So... That that shows growing too, and that's what people need to be open to doing as well. I think people need to be open to to being. This is going to come off maybe a little cocky, but like educated as well. Mm-hmm. Like so many people are so quick to see 100%. see things that you know the media puts out on Trump and say, "Oh, he's racist. We hate him," and don't want to look into the statistics of what he's done for right. the country and not only as a whole, but like specifically for minorities, man. Right. Like, I'm not going to get into numbers now because this isn't one of those yeah. one of those conversations, yeah. but like. He's done a lot, and I'm not saying he's perfect. Like there, there are things that he says and does that I and that I'm, you can that we just can't get down with. Like yeah, it's the same sure. thing. But it's the same thing with Biden. It was the same thing. With, like Hillary, the same thing with Obama. You would never get me to vote for Hillary based solely on the whole Benghazi thing. Yeah, that completely. Like if she ever runs for president again, she better not. She'll lose. Well, apparently, it just came out that she's apparently getting indicted for like a lot of that stuff now. I just want to. I just want to have a woman president, even though she wasn't hot. I just want to say I would fuck the president, like dead ass. <laughs> I can't stand you. Bro. Like I, I think she's gross, but I would definitely say I mean, like, yo, can, I would smash. You can still president. say it, dude. It's twenty twenty. We won't judge you. <laughs> like, I'm gonna judge myself. Goddamn. But yeah, man. Again, I think like man, cool. if Michelle Obama get in there, if our president is thick, that would be the goat. Right, we getting off topic. Right yeah. Now. God. But I, I think that. I think the conversations like this, and hopefully people listen to this. I doubt it. I don't. Need, I don't even check the numbers because not like the one week, um, me and Melissa did one that didn't have enough people for it to register. I'm getting real like deep. I got in my feelings, so I was like, I'm just not checking the numbers. Damn. Like if if I eventually have a check in my my email saying that I made money on it, cool. But That's this is dope. just to have conversations like this. That, you know, this is dope. And honestly, I think if we not broadcast it, but like kind of put out what it's what it's about and what it's referencing. We yeah, a lot of people to listen. To yeah, it. like especially, I need to stop putting these bullshit fucking Instagram posts right. up with random ass hashtags. Especially from the, the output, like I mean, obviously, like I mean, we've been friends for a long time, and I've always said like I don't see color like with right. relationships at all. People, I feel like people will see like a, a black kid and a white kid like having a conversation about this topic. Like, oh, that they're yeah. probably gonna argue and debate. Like, no, right? Like, they're gonna you, think they're gonna think that it's gonna be like Black Lives Matter versus. All lives matter. Yeah. Cops lives matter. When, when in reality, it's just I'm positive sure vibes, yo. Yep. Positive vibes. For sure. All right. Well, this is about an hour and seven. Two pee breaks. We got people upstairs. Let's go get drunk, yo. All right, bro. Let's, forget, let's forget this shit. Yeah, man. Good talking to you, right. bro, as always. Yes, sir. Love. All right. Peace. Later.